Previously on Algoa FM Breakfast. 7.37 on Algoa FM Breakfast with Wayne Lee and Charlie T on a Monday morning. Good morning. Good morning, morning, morning. All right. All right. We've got a special guest in studio. I did allude to the fact that uh, there is an important conversation that uh, is going to take place at 22.7. So... I'd like to address a recent incident that occurred during the show last week on Thursday, which has understandably caused upset among the local cycling community. So in our opening link last week, we chatted about early morning activity on the roads in the way of runners, taxi drivers and cyclists. And true to my on-air character and the playful dynamic of the team, which you all know, I made a joke about my frustrations regarding cyclists. And unfortunately, the joke was taken out of context by some A lady then took to social media to express her disapproval and the post has since gone viral on various platforms, including WhatsApp groups, with me subsequently being victimized and receiving messages of outrage and anger without a right to reply. So I'm going to play the clip and then read the post for those who may have missed either in order to provide full context and um, a backdrop for the ensuing conversation. (laughs) No, I don't still want to have chats and... Yeah, Talk about there are life. people I don't who do, do that. that. <laughs> and then there are other people, even more insane, who, like this morning, run up and down the streets with little headlamps bobbing up Doing and down. Wearing and back reflectors. Runners. <laughs> yes. runners. However, what I did yeah. pick up is that when I saw the little headlamps bobbing, because then I'm moving from side to side on the road, because then our car's coming, mm. and then I was like, oh, do you know who we haven't seen in a while? Oh, the cyclists. Oh, no, wait, hang oh. on. I saw them oh. today. Oh. Yesterday. Oh. And the day before. Oh, thank goodness they only ran cycling your part of the world. <laughs> no, I'm saying that because every morning when I drive past them, I'm like, you, you're getting closer and closer and closer to my side of the road, but it's okay. <laughs> cyclists. <laughs> cyclists are the worst. No, I saw them this morning. They were out. And I'm like, one, it's freezing cold. In um, your tights. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. With shaven legs. Yeah. And they normally LSM 9. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> upper income groups. Those upper echelons. Expensive bicycles. Yeah. We are watching. And you yet this they still don't understand the rules of the road. All that money and all that education. <laughs> Not, all they don't understand. Not all of them. And they are. don't understand. Some good ones out there. Yeah. No, no, all of them. All of them. All of them. All of them. Tomorrow on the way to work, I'm going to be driving. <laughs> I'm going to hear the back, the, the back of me, I'm going to hear like a... This is me on my on my car hooter. Like, I can't remove my palm off the hooter. I'm like... Then it gets stuck there. Get out of the road! It's not, it's not all of them. It's not all of them. Well, it could be worse. It could be, we could have... Uh, the one thing we don't have to face is doing the show in the morning is the taxis. Oh, uh, well... However, I get that in the yeah. afternoon. Yeah. Would you, a taxis or in a cyclist? In the morning, I get the, what do they call them? The contract taxis, Charlie. Yeah, yeah. So for the, the factory workers. work, Sorry, Wayne, yeah. let us just school you. <laughs> you don't need to school me. The I see them in the morning workers. as I drive past yeah. to come to work. So those morning. are like maybe for the your toppies, shift workers. The, the shift yeah. workers yeah. who have contracted a taxi yeah. because they work at a firm or a factory or they're emergency workers or whatever, you know. But they start work at six as do we. Mm. So sometimes when they're late, 
they also start acting the fool <laughs> on the roads. They do. They, no, do. they do. And they stop anywhere because now they're designated pickup points, right? And they just stop anywhere at these designated pickup points. You're like, who designated these pickup points? Who identified because they're not pickup points? Self-designated yeah. pickup points yeah. is what they are. And I see them in the afternoon on the way home as well. These self-designated pickup yeah. points. We're just going to park right in front of yeah. you. We're going to put our hazards on. And you're going to wait. You need to understand <laughs> that we're sitting here. Yeah. The hazards mean that I'm not going to move, despite how long you're going to blow your hooter for. Oh, and if the traffic light isn't working, we're going to go ahead of you anyway. That's we're it. not going to sit. That's what do you mean? It. If the traffic light is red, you're not going to stop in your ways as well. Yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, Hubert says he woke up to leave for Queenstown this morning and both his parents were up at 4.30 and both are retired by yeah, the way. Well, there you go. go. And they're probably <laughs> having a cup of coffee right now listening to us. Morning Hubert's parents. Yeah. Talking about their life and their marriage over the last <laughs> couple of years. But enjoy it. Anyway, let's start the show. Welcome to Thursday. It is I'll Go FM Breakfast with Wayne Lee and Charlie T. Okay, so that was the clip and this is the post that was received in response. Dear Lee and Algoa FM, I've always enjoyed the show, listening to it on my way to Newton Park swimming pool in the mornings. However, this morning left a bitter taste in my mouth and I doubt I'll be tuning in again. You were chatting about the cyclist on the road and said that there is no place for cyclists on the road and that you will ray a plat when you see them. As a professional triathlete from NMB, I'm saddened to hear this. As for yourself, a person of influence, you should be ashamed of yourself. There most certainly is a place for cyclists on the road, whether athlete or commuter, and we all have the right to be there. It's people like you who are the problem, broadcasting on national radio your hatred of cyclists. You are the problem. People listen to you and now you have fueled this mentality that it's okay to hate cyclists, that it is okay to drive them off the road, that killing a cyclist or severely injuring a cyclist is okay, all because you don't have time to slow down and pass safely. You in your vehicle going at least 60 k's per hour against a human being who stands no chance. Have you ever thought that this athlete has someone who loves them, someone who will mourn them, a husband or wife and maybe even children at home? By saying you'll drive a cyclist off the road, you're saying that it's okay to go into someone's house and put a bullet in their head. We're human beings with families waiting for us to come home and you should remember that the next time you see a cyclist on the road... In the past week, three cyclists have been hit by cars and a young girl has died as a result of a driver being too impatient and not respecting a cyclist space on the road. Is that what you stand for? Is that okay in your eyes? Did this young girl deserve to die because she was out training, doing what she loves? Just because you don't cycle or live an active lifestyle does not mean that those who do have no place on the roads. Every day when I head out on the road, I say a prayer that the drivers on the road will show me kindness. And every day when I return home and unharmed, I thank my lucky stars. Because we know people like you exist in this world, I can tell you it's scary as hell when a car passes too close to you. I was forced off the road just last week. And man, I was lucky to get home unharmed. We ride in bunches because it's too dangerous to ride along in the mornings when it's, when it's dark. We all know this. It's South Africa. Perhaps Algoa FM should not sponsor Iron Man next year if this is the view of their presenters. I hope this will change your view. If not, please feel free to contact me. 
So that was the post. And after being made aware of it, I then obtained the contact details of the lady in question and phoned her immediately. Um, this was on my own accord, not from any instruction, uh, you know, from Algo FM uh, in any way whatsoever. I really wanted to reach out from a human perspective. And we had a chat. I explained that I had intended absolutely no malice whatsoever, but that I totally acknowledge the perception and the interpretation and the impact of my words on those who were offended, especially after realizing the gravity of some of the challenges faced by cyclists. I do want to say, though, you know, that humor can be very subjective and people will always respond based on their lived experience. So what may seem harmless to one person can be hurtful to another. I'm not a cyclist. Um, I did mention my husband cycles. He's now, you know, moved on to mountain biking. And so my frame of reference is from a motorist point of view. The joke, though, and this is most important, the joke was really meant to play on and to make light of the existing agitation between motorists and cyclists, as we do with every other social issue in South Africa. Um, Following the incident, however, Uh, You know, it's seemingly become necessary for me and perhaps other motorists to understand the plight of cyclists. And so, as mentioned, I invited our special guest, the lady who put out the post. We've invited her onto the show to shed light uh, on the experiences of cyclists in our city and to hopefully bring a deeper understanding and respect for those um, who are commuting or cycling socially or professionally on our roads. Natia, good morning. Good morning. It's nice to see you smiling. Of course. <laughs> Thank you for joining us on I'll Go FM Breakfast with Wayne Lee and Charlie T. Thank you very much for, for the opportunity this morning. Um, I really want to chat about the inclusivity and the tolerance of cyclists. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, as a result of the conversation sparked by the incident, I mean, I did tell you on the phone, I've been receiving really, really, really um, hateful messages. But, um, you know... I I was kind of made aware, as I say, of the circumstances or the severity of the situation faced by cyclists. And I since made contact with uh, Chief Traffic Officer Warren Prince in the meantime um, to gain further insight over the weekend. So, I mean, the, the underlying agitation is around the use of the road, right? And I'd like to kick off perhaps by chatting about the rules. So according to the chief... The general rule is for cyclists to ride in single file. In your post, you did allude to why they ride in bunches. Perhaps you can just elucidate on the challenges in adhering to this rule. What is causing cyclists to have to bunch up? Absolutely. So usually bunches are early morning cyclists. And this is because these people have jobs. These, they are training before work. So it needs to be early morning this time of the year, it's dark. So they bunch ride. Um, it's also a bit of a social aspect. So you ride next to your buddy. You have a little bit of a chat. These, usually these, like between five and seven in the mornings, We I know we have quite a few groups in the mornings um, here in PE. And um, it's also safety in numbers. So if given the chance or the dynamic in a bunch is, should there be a car behind, somebody says car back, the group acknowledges the car, and then kind of drives into or rides in, in single file. So if given the chance by the motorist, by slowing down, 
giving the cyclist just a few seconds just to get into single file, it will happen. So, um, yeah, so usually we, we don't have big shoulders in PE, so we can't just sit in a bunch in a shoulder. We have to be in the road. Yeah. No, I mean, I know legislation in the Western Cape, which is promulgated in terms of the Provincial Gazette, prescribes that motorists pass at least a meter away from cyclists. That's not the case in our part of the world, okay? Um, you did mention that some cars are often a hair away from cyclists. Tell us a bit more about how this impacts you because some motorists like myself are not attuned to what it's like being on a bike in high traffic. I would imagine there's great anxiety, risk and so on. Yeah, so a few factors that impact um, a cyclist when a car comes past is um, it's the Windy City. So I'm, I'm speaking specifically to Port Elizabeth yes. and where we stay and where I ride. So it's a Windy City. So you have to manage wind and gusts coming from front and side. So already you are unstable on, in the road. Now a car comes screaming past you, let's say 60 kilometers an hour, like I've said. It's still really fast compared to your maybe 20 or 30 that causes a vacuum of air that goes around the car to the back, which pulls the cyclist even closer towards the car and, and like it spits him out at the back into the road. Because the bike is light. The bike is light. Yeah. But so you now need to um, manage the car coming past you, this vacuum pulling you in towards the car um, and then out into the road where there could be another car behind, which is maybe close to you. Yeah. So... That is, it, it creates this sense of instability. Uh, you need to, to make sure that you are aware of your surroundings, um, aware of the car. So it really makes it a stressful situation for the cyclist when a car doesn't give you that meter, which could be into the oncoming lane. And that is also challenging if there's if there are cars coming from the front. Yeah. Well, I mean, we, we don't have designated cycling routes or lanes in NMB. I don't know if a meter would be pol- possible on any day. Um, and we don't have those designated lanes or routes, apparently, because of the road infrastructure. So what happens on narrow roads like Krakakama or perhaps Warmer Boulevard beyond Ninth Avenue? Um, because there's certainly a risk then also for motorists facing oncoming traffic. Yes. So... Krakakama is not a great road to start off with. It's really bumpy. There are a lot of potholes. So already that forces the cyclist to ride even further in the in that lane because you will not, as a cyclist or even a motorist, you won't ride through a pothole, correct? So as a cyclist, you will definitely not ride, mm. ride through a pothole. So it forces you into the road. So now cars are driving up and down Krakakama. There's a car coming from the front, the car coming from the back is not stopping or slowing down, and that forces you off the road because this car is either going to drive into you and severely injure you, or he's going to hit the car coming from the front. My first instinct, though, would be to avoid then roads like Rahakama that you know are one bumpy, full of potholes, or narrow. Um, and because we don't have designated routes or lanes, I know some op- some cyclists opt to ride on the quieter outskirts, you know, away from traffic flow. But it does also pose another risk um, altogether in the way of criminality. So, I mean, have you had any experience in this regard? As a side note, by the way, um, Chief Warren Prince had said NMB traffic 
is often asked to monitor the the like your sea view road and so on but they they send vehicles out sometimes unfortunately they're not able to able to monitor and regulate the safety of cyclists on a daily basis so we we are really limited in terms of which roads we can cycle on here so Krahukama is one of the roads that take us out onto the outskirts of of the roads um we cannot we cannot go further towards the N2 or or Cape Road. So Krahakama is seen as a quiet road, and that's why we use that road. It's not it's not uh, great, but it is a quiet road, and it's it's seen as a safe road. I will ride a on that road. Option. A better option. Yeah. I will ride on that road because I actually know a few people who stay on that road. So if something goes wrong, I know I can pull in here and I'll find somebody that can help me. So we we're not spoiled with choice. We have to we have to stick to Krahakama Sea View and then we just hope and we would I would really like um to ask motorists just to slow down, give us some space and when it's safe to pass then do so. In in addition to the chief, I also sp- uh, spoke to a handful of cyclists who weren't wielding their torches ready to burn me at the stake. Um, and the sentiment is that while there aren't any designate, designated lanes in NMB, it obviously doesn't give permission for people to be aggressive to cyclists, motorists to be aggressive to cyclists. But they do add, these that I did chat to, is that by and large, motorists in other cities are far more aggressive to cyclists than those of NMB. Um, apparently, the ones in NMB tend to be a lot more tolerant to cyclists, towards cyclists. And as a pro-athlete, um, who's travelled extensively across the country and beyond, I'm sure. What is your take on NMB drivers compared to those in other cities? I would say 99% of our motorists are very considerate of our cyclists, and we really appreciate that. But it only takes 1% to to cause damage to a human. Um, And and that is kind of what I want to to take on or to touch on, is Mm. that 1% that... Um, doesn't give space, that that are aggressive, that hoot and shout and don't respect the cyclists, whether it's commuters or even slow motorbikes, the delivery guys on the road. They, they're, they're, they're trying to, to do their job. Mm. Um, and so our plea is just to, just to slow down, give us some space, enough space so that you don't cause a vacuum when you go past us. Um, and also just to keep your mental health um, in check. So is that going to help you to, if you are going to scream past a cyclist and you're going to hoot and you're going to be angry for the rest of the day because you are so irritated by the cyclist who has slowed you down a minute or two to get to your destination, is that going to contribute to a, in a positive way towards your day? Well, I was going to ask um, what you'd like motorists to be most mindful of, but in Kosa they say, you've said it all. Um, what I do want to ask you, though, now, you know, in retrospect, having listened to the audio now in studio, having looked into my big brown eyes um, and just having had the discussion and so on, do you really still think that I am inciting violence and wanting people to put bullets in other people's heads? I am not here and I didn't I don't know you before today but 
I don't think anyone goes around absolutely being um, with malice intention. Absolutely. So absolutely not. But I do think it's important not to joke about these things and about people's lives being in danger because there is a bigger picture here. So just to to not joke about these things um, in because it is, yeah, like I say, it is a big issue and you have a lot of influence. Not here. I mean, I feel like we could workshop this all day, but sadly we have run out of time and Wayne is giving me the side eye. Doreen's <laughs> got to come in for the news in a bit. Um, the conversation was definitely an eye-opener. Um, even, you know, the, the homework uh, and the prep that I did ahead of this interview over the weekend, not only for myself, but for other motorists who are perhaps unaware of what the cycling community goes through as well. Um, a little understanding goes a long way and hopefully we can begin to foster greater understanding and a harmonious relationship between cyclists and motorists considering they make up such a large contingent of road users. I mean, not only are um, are they professional social cyclists, they're, they're also a great number of commuters who are on their way to work. So we absolutely have to coexist. As Blyf mentioned, and Ban um, let's strive for better communication, which I think is what we illustrated here today. Um, and of course, patience, you mentioned inclusion at the beginning of the conversation and mutual respect, both on the roads of Algoa country and on those of the social media streets. Please, I'd like to emphasize that most importantly, let's, um, yeah, let's, <laughs> let's keep the respect on the social media streets as well. Algoa FM Breakfast is the business. Yeah. <laughs>